This story is about friendship. It took place while I was in graduate school. It involves a story of revolving about a friend of mine whose name was Gail. Gail and I met at the pool. Gail was a swimmer. Actually, she was a channel swimmer, English channel. That's another story. Um, anyways, Gail and I were both in graduate school. We weren't at the same school. I was studying biochemistry. She was studying, I believe, psychology. Anyways, Gail and I used to get together for lunch, I would say twice a year. Um, we would pick a restaurant that had nice tablecloths and wine glasses and a place that was upscale. And we would meet, we'd order soup and bread and water. And then we would get into a conversation about what was happening in our lives. We would talk about the struggle that we were having in our curriculum with our thesis advisor or with our thesis or with our research or with whatever it was that was really plaguing us. Um, we would talk about the pressure we were feeling from home. We were to talk about the pressure from our parents, the pressure from our boyfriends and girlfriends. We would just talk about whatever really was troubling us, and that's the way the meal would go. We would sit probably for about an hour over this one bowl of soup, and barely touching the soup at all. It was just a time when Gail and I could just talk about the things that we really needed to talk to somebody about. Um, Non-judgmental just trying to offer encouragement and support for each other and whatever our lives was throwing at us. We were really true friends. Um, I couldn't say it any other way. Anyway, so that's the prelude to the story. The story is this. I knew that whenever Gail and I would get together, it would be traumatic because after an hour of pouring out your heart, it's just like we, we'd leave with tears in our eyes, and we didn't know exactly when we were going to see each other again. But I knew that whenever I would see her, it would mean that it was going to be traumatic. And for days later, I would be consumed not only with my concerns, but also with her concerns. And this, was, this story takes place on the day before one of those lunches. I was in graduate school, as I say. I went into the room where the glass blower Alan worked, and Alan was working on a large piece of glassware. Um, usually he would work on things that, that people wanted to do an experiment with, but the glassware didn't exist, and so Alan would create it for them. And this was a large piece of glassware, and I noticed for the first time that Alan had half of the glassware apparatus wrapped in asbestos and the other half he was working on with a large torch and after watching him for a few minutes I asked him I said Alan why uh, why the asbestos why, why are you wrapping the other part of that apparatus in asbestos so he looked at me and he said he said there's so much heat coming from the torch that if I didn't wrap the other part in asbestos that it would get too hot just by the radiant heat and when he said that to me, it kind of dawned on me that that's what I was feeling, that no matter what I do, when I was going to see Gail the next day, 
even if I were to wrap myself in asbestos, that I'd still get burnt by her radiant heat, that her problems were so much of importance to me that um, that I was, I was, you know, I was, it was unavoidable that I was going to feel the heat of the pain that she was feeling or the difficulty that she was feeling. And to me, that stands out as one of the examples in my life of, of true empathy, true caring for somebody. When you can feel their pain to such an extent that even if you were to wrap yourself in asbestos, you'd still get burnt by their radiant heat. That's the story. Happy Valentine's Day.